listening to the smooth and sultry sounds of the Uninformed Podcast, the greatest podcast on the internet. Me, Zach. I believe it. Me, Zach. Whoa. I believe it. I believe it. I'm Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I had it right. And I have my three amigos with me this week. Ethan. Hey, I believe it too, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you do. And Jared. What's up, my friend? I believe it. Whoa. What's up? What's up, my buddy? And Jonah. hey And yeah. Oh, let's go. Whoa. Okay, all right, yeehaw! That's a that's a new one for the Jonah, um, little welcome. Yippee ki all right, so we can add to the list. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so for this week, um, you guys are gonna be really excited for this one. Um, we are going to be talking about guano, also known as bird poop. Whoa! Oh, bird feces. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my lord! Oh really? This is gonna be lord a pretty have mercy. episode. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. A pretty crappy episode for sure. But you guys are probably asking yourselves, what's so great about bird poop? What's so great about guano? Uh, and that's what we're going to discover <laughs> Tish, who is in that? today's episode. Who is asking themselves that? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking you guys would or the audience well, would. Anyways, um, what's what's so great about guano? There you go. That's what, yeah. that's what he wants you to there be. There you doing, go. Man. Exactly. So start thinking it. So guano... Before actually, before I get into it, I want to preface this by saying, uh, shout out to Dr. Cosby um, from college. He gave me this idea years ago uh, with Guano, and then I wanted to add it to the Uninformed Podcast episode list. Hey, hey, hey! If I shall say, hey, hey, hey! Yeah, it's uh, very fascinating, and it made me want to do research. So, the jello. What was that? I I, I didn't hear what you said, Jonah. I was trying to do my best impersonation of when uh, your boy, Mr. Cosby, said, With the Jell-O. <laughs> B- Bill Cosby. I guess you oh, guess gotcha. to be okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not but him. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, he's, he's a... Trust me, you did not want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, yeah. He had his own show, too. Um, all right, so we can do Dr. Cosby, or Bill Cosby, another episode if you want. Uh, moving on to guano. Um, guano is considered the white gold. So, Whoa. and you asked, you might ask, why is it called white gold? Isn't there already a thing called white gold? No, you're thinking of black thunder. Oh, I'm thinking of white lightning. Chocolate rain? White lightning. No, purple rain. Oh, okay. Hey, what's guano, Tish? Well, like I said, it's bird poop. Um, nice. And... We'll get into why it's uh, so valuable. It's actually um, covered on islands near Peru. So uh, guano is rich in nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, and it's used as a fertilizer um, uh, for farmers to uh, yield more crops. Uh, Let me break it down for you. Zach, um, I may have a stupid question. Is all bird poop considered guano, or does guano only come from specific birds? Well, not all bird poop is considered guano. Not all bird poop is guano, but all guano is bird poop. Uh, that's not true. Ooh. And I'll tell you why that's not true. Oh. Because oh, um, guano is found in certain climates. So there are certain birds that make up guano. Um, 
the bats and i i've i saw there are other creatures but we're focusing on birds gotcha. um for this particular topic and episode um so pelicans um cormorants and boobies so boobies is a species of bird whoa as well whoa yeah. keep this pg man yeah man no hey, so the peruvian guano is like i said it's rich in nitrogen phosphorus and potassium um, so the Humboldt current, it comes from Antarctica and goes to the coast of Peru. Um, so there's an upswelling, and that upswelling brings the fish and the rich nutrients from the lower depths of the ocean to the uh, warmer depths um, uh, near the the middle and top of the ocean. And that means it brings fish. Fish are good for birds. That's definitely see exactly. Uh, these fish are anchovies, sardines, and uh, mackerel, mm. and they're eaten by pelicans, um, cormorants, and boobies. Like I said, so boobies eat anchovies. Yeah, I bet you yeah, didn't they, know that. They Jonah. Eat these. Yeah, you never know. I did not know that. <laughs> see, there you go. Informed. You learned something. Boom, informed. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, so after they eat these fish. They go through the process of digesting the fish, and um, there's excrement that comes from these birds. And on these um, islands, uh, they become they're known as the Guano Islands because 150 feet of bird poop that gets stacked up on these islands what? around give the or take, whole yeah. island. Well, that, that's from years and years of 15 uh, stories uh, of bird, bird poop being accumulated. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's that's around uh, what an island. Does can't it look solidify? Like, yes. Does it turn to like rock or something? Well, yeah, it does get hard. So what happens is um, the people of Peru would scrape up the guano, the bird poop. Yeah, but it's also it can be harmful. So they're usually like wearing masks uh, to protect themselves from. The chemicals and the gases being let off by it. What what chemicals and gases are in the bird poop? Oh, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Can you get high off of this? <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. I don't know uh, if that is true. Uh, but uh, I do know that the Incas did utilize guano for fertilizer. Um, so that's interesting for the Inca Empire. Uh, once the Spanish uh, took over Peru and the other islands, they forgot about um, gathering guano and why it was so useful. They, they didn't realize um, the usefulness of it. And this was around the 1840s, so to give you an idea, ballpark. Is there any truth to the, the statement that if I said guano is attributed to the downfall of the Incan civilization, is there any truth to that statement? I don't think so because I would say the um, Spanish Empire at the time would be the downfall um, because Boom, the Incas utilize what that was probably more deadly than bird poop. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because they uh, essentially wiped them out um, because they were conquered. So unfortunately, uh, but that's uh, how colonialism and conquesting works. Unfortunately, one uh, civilization comes in and supersedes another and by means of force and war unfortunately but that's the way the world has worked for hundreds of years um but that's the same mission statement our podcast has we want to take over and uh you know usurp other podcasts out there i, I mean that's that's it can work with other companies too we can uh monopolize this podcast for sure 
And the reason why guano is so um, rich and valuable is because there's uh, – I can easily break it down for you. So there's people within a nation, and then if people have the fertilizer, which is the guano, to use that as a fertilizer for the the plants – They'll have more crops, so that way they don't have to replant crops in another field for the next year. So they can keep planting crops because it's so rich in nitrogen. So Tish, of guano and I saw that I saw soil. this really cool video of this guy that he grew two separate. This is kind of unrelated, but he grew two okay. separate tomato plants for six months, and one of them was untallied soil. There was nothing added in, no extra nutrients. They just planted it. And the other side, he put a large two-foot fish down below, and that would provide nutrients for the actual tomato plants. And flash forward, hmm. whenever they were two months in, the plant without the fish actually was growing much faster. But by the end of the six months, uh, the one that had the more nutrients in the soil, which in your case, this would be the bird poop, uh, it provided a more bountiful harvest, uh, and the, the, the harvest was double full. Nice. Double full. Mm-hmm. No, I was very Boom. insightful. Informed. Interesting. Yeah. So, fish works too, but not the same. Yeah, yeah, that is possible. So, going back to guano, in 1841, James Johnston conducted some experiments with guano, and he found that uh, turnip fields yielded uh, by two to three fold with guano. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Threefold? Um, they tripled the output just yeah. by using some guano? Yeah, so he was a chemist, and then he, he found that about two or threefold um, is what the term, uh, is what he received from uh, the fields when he did it. Well, that's he, great, dude. You triple your output just by fertilizing it. I mean, I guess we all knew that fertilizer makes the field grow better, but I guess they didn't back yeah. then, right? Or they did. Yeah, they well, yeah, they did. They they discovered that. Yeah, the chemists they they did they conducted a lot of experiments. Um, another one uh, previously, Justice von Liebig, um, he was an organic. He did some organic chemistry, and he found that guano can be used for agriculture and physiology. I mean, he found yeah, guano is a potential fertilizer. That's exactly what he found. Guano being a potential fertilizer. If if they found that out that tripling or that using uh, guano as fertilizer tripled your output, dude, there would be massive wars being fought over those tiny islands that have all that bird poop on it. I'm I'm glad you said that, Ethan, because we'll definitely get into the um, guano wars dude. or the Chinka Islands war. Dude, boom, island informed, boy. boom, informed. I'm an island boy. So in the 1850s, United Kingdom. They imported 300,000 tons of guano a year. It's a lot of guano. Yeah. And America imported around 175,000 tons. Oh, okay. Wait, what year is that? Uh, that was around 1850s. Oh, okay. So that's, that's a decent low yeah. amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So around that time, too, um, there were around 100 ships uh, from uh, about 11 countries. And... Um, when they were, they're essentially waiting in line to receive these um, guano shipments, and it would take uh, up to eight months, uh, on average, for a ship to receive those shipments back to their country. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Because of how much they can store, how much they can um, take back to their country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, plus because the process like took so long, scraping it and placing it on the ship. So, so yeah. Do you guys have any comments or questions? I'll take a little pause here. Um, yeah, I have a question. No. How is this different from manure? 
From the what? Manure. 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 Okay. So manure doesn't have, is not as, um, at least at the time, um, it wasn't as nitrogen rich. Um, guano is such a valuable resource because of the nitrogen. Got it. Okay. So, uh, but nowadays, manure, um, I wasn't really looking too much into manure, but nowadays with uh, new fertilizers and uh, even uh, manure, it can be more. I want to say I don't want to say more valuable, but it could be um, a resource um, used as a fertilizer um, nowadays. Well, because we'll get into that too. But a little so bit. back then, like in the 1850s, guano was just the easiest yeah. way to access nitrogen, right? Other than like yeah. synthesizing nitrogen or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that's just the easiest way. If you need nitrogen for whatever reason, fertilizer, whatever, gunpowder, you need guano. Mm-hmm. And guano. Okay, I got, I got you. I'm picking it yeah. up now. Oh, I know. I know you are. And in 1856, um, there's a Guano Act that uh, America put in place. And I got my good friend Ethan to do a little research on the Guano Act for me. So what did you find on that, Ethan, on the article? Yeah, Tish, I did read that article. That was real interesting, man. I'm glad you sent that. Basically, it's quite simple here. You You had this law that stated that... America put this in place, by the way, in the 1850s. They said that an American citizen could lay claim to any island if it met three criteria. It was like if it was uninhabited, if it was not claimed by uh, any other nation, it was not effectively claimed by any other nation, which turned out to be a loophole. Mm. Um, And then the the third one was that if it had a bunch of guano on it. Then any American citizen could could uh, you know lay claim to that island, and basically yep. that was like a big deal because as you were saying, man, that guano is really really valuable stuff back then. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there are whole wars fought over that stuff, but then yeah, the whole uh, Guano Island Act made any American citizen allowed to claim an island. But um, that's by the way still in effect today. So any of you guys, you could claim an island if you wanted to, if it did have guano on it and it was not inhabited. Hmm. It is. Fun fact. Yeah, and what Ethan, too, what he was saying, too, about uh, the loophole. So they couldn't call these islands countries. Um, there's no population, um, and they couldn't call them territories. Um, so they decided, the U.S. decided to call them insular areas. Um, yeah. So to name a few, one that's really infamous is Midway Atoll. So yeah. jumping ahead a little bit um, to stay on track with Midway. So Midway was very a very important integral part of world war ii the battle of midway so the u.s had had a base in midway um naval bases and um aircraft does the u.s territory guam have guano huh 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 Huh? guan 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 guano guano they do sound similar. I'll give you that. They do sound similar. Um, I believe there's no guano in Guam. Um, oh, from what man. I on the research I've done, nice. um, there's guano in Peru. There's guano in uh, Haiti, near Haiti. On what we're going to get to right now, actually, is the Navasa Island. So Haiti is right near the Navasa Island, and with that. There was uh, a revolt. We'll talk about a revolt. With the Navasa uh, Phosphate Company, uh, Navasa Phosphate, Fa- oh, Navasa Phosphate, cheese, right. Navasa Phosphate Company, Navasa Phosphate, jeez. I'm sorry, I'm getting uh, a little tongue twisted here. Okay, Navasa Phosphate, no, Navasa. <laughs> 
why why can't I say this? Uh, Navasa Phosphate Company. There you go. Navasa Navasa Fast. Jesus Navasa, Christ! Jeez, I, I keep tripping myself. Wait. Navasa 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 Phosphate Company. There you go. Navasa Phosphate Company. Say that three times fast. I'll give you a hundred bucks. There you go. I'll give you Navasa three Jonah bucks. Phosphate Company. Navasa Phosphate Company. Navasa Phosphate Company. There you go. There it is. So that was the company, and they were uh, located in Baltimore. So they claimed um, the island of Navasa. And um, the reason why they claimed it is because of guano on it. And they took 137 African-American laborers, and oh. they had uh, 11 white overseers to mine the guano, to help uh, mine the guano. And this was around 1867 when they started. Uh, they began the mining of the guano on the island and in 1889 there was a rebellion and what happened was um, all these laborers rebelled against the white 11 white overseers so 11 or five of the overseers were killed and three of the uh, laborers were sentenced to death and 18 of them faced murder charges the the laborers benjamin harris harrison he decided to put um, the rest of the laborers that were alive because the ex the conditions that these laborers were under were very extreme, very harsh. Uh, they received rancid rations from the overseers. Rancid? Um, what made them rancid? Yeah, rancid. Like horrible, like very disgusting rash rations from the overseers. Jeez. And um, they were treated um, horribly, um, possibly, probably whipped, um, unfortunately. Which? So... Which? In that case, uh, Benjamin Harrison, he put them into, uh, most of them, um, to live out their life in uh, solitary, in jail. Yeah, it was a, a very, uh, very sad time, unfortunate uh, time for um, the U.S. and um, Haiti. Uh, it was a fortunate event, for sure. But, yeah, that was uh, something interesting. Um, I'm not sure you guys have heard of that, but, <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty, I didn't know anything. Pretty interesting I, I, read. I never really that. heard anything like that, so. At least in uh, on another island, with uh, the U.S. and Guano, the, those uh, areas in particular. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So, but now uh, moving on from that, we're gonna go into the Guano War. So, or it's known as the Chinka Islands War. Chinka so, Islands. Uh, yeah. So the reason why this was fought. Where are these islands located at? These the Chica Islands are near Peru in South America. Um, so like off the coast of Peru. Yeah, off the coast of South America. That's correct. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. That's. I that's know where exactly the, where that is. We happening. have listeners in the area, so shout out to all of our Peruvian listeners. Mm, nice. This <laughs> one's for you. <laughs> yeah, guys, we love you. We if love you're from Peruvian Peru, audience. give us a, a little comment on one of our social media pages, and we'll give you a shout out on a future episode. Or anybody. If anybody puts a single comment on any of our social media, we will say your name. We will shout you out. But if you're from Peru and you comment, hey, lads, I'm from Peru, we'll do, uh, we'll have uh, a live music. We'll have, well, maybe not live music, but recorded music. We'll have a big fan. Peruvian style. Yeah, Peruvian Exclusive style. merch for you in Peru. We'll eat it. We'll try a Peruvian puff pepper. Ooh. That would be a very interesting little short little episode. 
All right, Zach, so you were saying off the coast of Peru where we have listeners are the Chica Islands. The Chica Islands, the Chinka yeah, where Islands. all the birdies live, uh, where all the birdies poo, or at least that's where bird poo was. Uh, what better known as Guano. So in 1864, uh, Spain demanded uh, repayments of debts uh, from Peru because uh, Peru seceded from Spain, so Peru got their independence, so Spain wants uh, money from them still because um, that's all Spain was. That's the, They demanded those repayments, and the way they got those uh, on that money was from the guano, the guano revenue. Um, and at the time, guano, the revenue from guano made up about 60% of Peru's economy. Wow. Man, what an exchange. Yeah, that's a crap ton. Yeah, crap exactly. Ton, so around, around, around 1870s, guano was running out, and... Peru was going bank bankrupt. Uh, so around 10 years later, uh, guano became even more scarce, and it made guano become more expensive. So it became about $76 per pound. Whoa. So wow. it's about, I, I believe it's about a third of the price of silver at the time. Jeez. Um, around there. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. So should I pull my investment from silver and put it in guano? Is that what you're saying? Well, I... <laughs> Um, I mean, once it starts booming again, and that is possible. So today there is going in that's happening right now. There is a second guano boom. Whoa! Yes, at least uh, yeah. Second. So it's <laughs> it's guano. Guano right now is uh it's still there, but it's not as abundant as it used to be. Like I said, it was 150 uh, feet high, piled up, uh, stacked on top of each other. All the bird poop collected. Um, right now, today that's not the case because of how much um, it was because it became depleted over the years because all these countries were trying to gather it and use it um, for themselves to become profitable, become a, a rich nation. So um, there's uh, not much of it left. Uh, a lot of the fish around those islands were caught and eaten. So the birds that used to habit, they uh, migrated, they left. I mean, the actually... The population of those birds um, has depleted because of the fish um, not being as abundant as it used to be. So, um, in that case, that results in less guano. They're trying, so because of that, it's hard to get guano, but they're trying to find ways to get more guano by, you know, bringing birds. That's this is my this is my uh, <laughs> assumption. I, I didn't look into this, so at least this little part. So my guess is they'll probably try to breed birds to try to get more guano that way. Um, but the reason why guano is becoming popular again is because of organic farming. Um, it's uh, coming into the um, 19th century uh, around now. So it's going to take a while to build back up again, at least the reserves, because like I said, they're depleted. So uh, we won't uh, see it right now, but in the future, who knows? I would uh, look into guano. If it's on the market, you know, invest in it. But right now it's uh, very limited. Is it more cost-effective for me to just go out and buy guano or should I buy a bunch of birds and fill my basement and then scrape it up every every day <laughs> well I mean if you want to try buying uh, like those boobies dude don't even tempt him bro don't even tempt him whoa 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 hold on hold are you on. endorsing I, 
I cannot buy boobies legally in the U.S. And Kamarats and those pelicans. <laughs> you you can try to do that for yourself, uh, but the stipulation is that you would need certain climates. So there are certain factors at play. Um, so the climate has to be very dry for guano to uh, even result from uh, those birds. And have you been in my? Also, basement? they have to have the right type of diet as well. So, I get a nosebleed um, every time I yeah. go down three steps into my basement. That's how dry it is down there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like well, maybe you could turn now. that nosebleed into something else. I've been breeding. Turns out I've been breeding the perfect climate for guano. Was that? Turns out I've been breeding the perfect uh, climate for guano. Oh wow! Dude, he's gonna start an underground <laughs> black market guano farm. <laughs> well, hold on. We'll we'll accept black guanos, white guanos, all guanos are welcome. So do you guys have any thoughts, questions, comments? Yeah, so if I want to buy guano, do I just go on www.buyguano.com or where do I go? Does Amazon deliver? Um <laughs> No, I mean honestly the best one of the better ways would be to take a sailing adventure with all of us and try to see if there's any new islands some that new, some uh, have risen from tectonic plates <laughs> and then if there's guano on that. Um I don't from what I know, I didn't really do research into this if that's even possible to buy guano um from a site. But I mean it may be possible. I don't think so because like I said, it's limited right now. In so. all seriousness, in the US in today, 2023, do farmers or, uh, you know, agricultural places, do they use guano? Is it more efficient for them to just go out and buy fertilizer or manure or whatever? Um, just right now, is, is guano still being used in the U.S.? Um, guano right now is unheard of because of, like I said, the amount of it, the supply is very limited. It's like nearly gone, uh, from what I know. Yeah. So, also, it's the um, industrial they, revolution in fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, there are other means for fertilizer right now. So that is the main reason why they're not using guano. Um, and also, like I said, there's not much of it. But organic farming is coming back into. Uh, That's like the minds of farmers. So um, once guano reserves and. It starts to build back up. I bet, especially you know, with technology and all that uh, coming to play uh, nowadays in the twentieth century, uh, there probably will be other ways to try to repli- replicate guano. Um, but right now, I haven't heard of uh, ways to do so. So, so if every morning I scoop the guano off my car, I don't need to buy fertilizer for my garden. <laughs> Uh, that is not, uh, I mean, you could say that's bird poop, but that's not the white gold, um, it's, because, it's pretty white, man. like I said, it, it doesn't have the factors, the dry climate, um, the, 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 the fish, the food that the birds eat, and, California's yeah, it has dry. to be at a certain particular place, particular time, there's a lot of factors that play okay, into it, gotcha. so, yeah, yeah, that's all, that's all this is more is, like, like island, that. island talk, exactly, yeah, island, so, yeah. If you want to make some money, live on an island. No. Wow. Uh, so for but... the viewers at home, if uh, if you're just listening to this as an audio, that's fine because we don't produce a video to it. But you should definitely pull over if you're driving or just Google it right now what a guano looks like. Because these islands, I just Googled it, they're just straight up like – it looks like white rock. It looks like, uh, like yep. piles of white you know, sediment or whatever. And it's 
actually just bird poop dried up. <laughs> That's kind of like dried up. They're like mining poop. it. Yeah, it's like they're straight up. It looks like a quarry, basically. Like they're mining, you know, granite or something, but it's just straight up bird poop. I thought uh, that was one of the craziest facts that Zach spewed out was uh, that they were like 15 story tall. Uh, yeah, 150 you know, feet tall. Or 150 yeah. feet tall, like reservoirs of guano. Like that's that's mind blowing if you think about it. Yeah. Check out our social media, our Instagram, and Facebook, Twitter. And I hope you learned a thing or two. Thank you guys, like I said, for listening. And we'll goodbye. See you next week. And have you. a nice, safe drive. Man. Goodbye. Man. See you.